0: You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show.
1: Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Yes, an extra pep in the step. It is Friday. Aaron here in the Caldwell Banker Group 1. Realty Studio in West Monroe. Kevo filling in for Jake Martin again this morning. What up, bud? What is up, Doc? Nothing. Just excited that it is Friday. Plenty to discuss over the next two hours. Of course, John Tabor's back at the uh, Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston. You can join the conversation on the Stuart Shelby State Farm hotline slash text line 888-993-7762. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. Two days in a row, Kevo. Uh, I know it, man. What, what, what the hell? I don't know. Like a rash, man.
2: I, I, I hope Jake's – I know, right? Thanks <laughs> so, – never mind. You know what? I can't even talk now.
1: One day and I'm already uh, – uh, no, That's It should be that way. Uh, I hope Jake's doing well. Have you heard anything? Did uh, he? Yes, he did text me. Uh, he's, of course, uh, what, what are they calling it? A uh, baby moon? Uh, he's down in uh. New Orleans. Nice. So uh, before the baby arrives, I uh, was having a, a nice uh, cup of gumbo or a bowl of gumbo. He was fired up.
2: That is awesome, man. Wild that scene is awesome. down
1: there for Jake in New Orleans.
2: I am, I am honored to, to be here for the second day and just try and just fill his shoes. You a big uh, awesome. early morning kind of guy? Yeah, my business partner hates that. My wife, everybody hates that. I, from the moment I wake up, I'm raring to go. I'm usually always this hyper. Well, what do they hate that for? That's actually a good thing. I think so. If you are listening, yes. just
1: yeah. Just your wife what listening?
2: Uh, probably not right yeah. now. Sleeping. Now. Uh, no, no, she's oh, she's been up a while. Yeah.
1: So you like? A, are we talking early, early rise? Or are we talking a four thirty kind of five? Generally, 5:00
2: every morning, four thirty, five o'clock. Wow. Yeah. With, with an alarm clock. Uh, sometimes, yeah. but I don't sleep much as it is. I mean, a couple, three, four hours a night. I do that for like a month, and then I crash, and then you know. Just that person that, I don't know, that type A personality just.
1: So you're saying you can crash at midnight and wake up by 4.30. Absolutely. About, you're fine. Every
2: day. Ah.
1: Every day. Man, that's a rarity. I know. That's uh, impressive.
2: I know. And this is all natural. There's there's no sort of narcotics or, <laughs> or anything. I mean, a cup of coffee every now and then, but that's it. Yeah,
1: Well done. Very impressed. Put that uh, on your resume. I, yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, I always thought uh, sleeping may be underrated. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably overrated now.
2: I I agree. I've got too much going on and and I, I mean I try to always live with the theory of you know at one day one day I'm not going to be here anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And
1: then that's that's when I can rest. Life according to Kevo. I like yeah, that. I mean, you know, I got a lot to want to do. 889937762 <laughs> Let's hit a, a couple headlines. where would you like to start Kevin oh well well i'm I'm really excited to start
2: about the Joe Thomas one okay you, so why don't you just I am so excited when you told me this so I,
1: typically I start my morning just kind of looking through uh, the Twitter timeline what yeah. is going on in the the world actually uh, a comedy act this morning with uh, Joe Thomas obviously a future Hall of famer a ten time Pro Bowl left tackle uh, but he's been stuck in Cleveland literally stuck in Cleveland for. His entire career. This past year, of course, went down with an injury. How many quarterbacks has he played for? Oh, with yeah. what, 223 I so? Every bit of... Uh, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yes. So Thomas goes to Twitter, and he starts firing off these tweets about Drew Brees. And if he's trying to make a compelling argument, we'll let you be the judge. So he starts with, if Drew Brees wanted to stay in New Orleans so bad, he would have re-signed during the season... At the end of the season, do you expect him to say anything besides he wants to remain in New Orleans? Now, that is halfway decent argument there, so he starts off with that. You got no problem with that? No, no, none at all. Or uh, I could make the argument he just didn't want the distraction during the season. Yeah, okay, very, but but it, it could be either or. Yeah. And the fact Breeze wanted to see, hey, let's see how this team comes together. Let's play this thing out, see how the, all the pieces of the puzzle come together, and uh, we'll kind of re-examine things at the end of the year, right. which you think now they will do. Uh, yeah, I, I assume that that's the number one priority there in New Orleans. Thomas comes back then with, I wouldn't be surprised to see Drew Brees in a different color uniform next year. Think about all the other great quarterbacks who have changed teams at the end of their careers and shocked everyone. That I have a problem with. All right.
2: Well, because there have been a lot of quarterbacks that changed teams. Yeah, uh, and I say, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Montana and I think Manning, you know, those kind of come to mind. But didn't their teams want to move on from them? Hmm. Wasn't, wasn't it the team decided it's time to make a yeah. change?
1: Thomas I, did ask that question. Yeah. Manning, Joe Montana, hmm. Brett Favre, Drew Brees—question marks.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think that New Orleans thinks after what they saw this year. And yes. There's an argument out there there's there's a little decline in Brees' play. That's the argument. I'm not getting into that argument, but but that's not, they won't Drew Brees back. I'm pretty sure of that.
1: Uh, continues. All I'm asking is the question, then, why didn't he resign already? Maybe there's a good reason, but I haven't heard it yet. Please fill me in. Then comes back and says, this is Joe Thomas, the future Hall of Famer. Uh, let's be clear, I'm not arguing he's definitely coming to Cleveland. There would be a lot of teams that would bid for his services, but – at the Browns are a team with the most cap space. Huh.
2: I <laughs> here is that uh, it
1: sounds great. I mean, what a win would that be for? I mean, <laughs> come on. Listen, can you even imagine presenting this question to Drew Brees? You run into him at Jimmy John's down at one of his many restaurants. Hey, Drew, uh, any uh, consideration of a uh, Cleveland?
2: Right, right. <laughs> But you would think at some point over the next few days, somebody is going to ask him. The question is going to be
1: asked. And his response should be? Oh, I can't even say it here. You know. uh, is it April Fool's Day? No.
2: And I'm one of those. I, I try to be an advocate for Cleveland, even though they're in a division that I hate. Everybody in that uh, division. Uh,
1: how do you sell Cleveland? You're Joe Thomas.
2: How do you sell the Browns? I'm going to need some more time. You can't throw that on me. You can't just willy nilly expect me to give you an answer right now. I got to do research. I need I need some time to sell anything Cleveland. Uh,
1: yeah, and then being a Cincinnati fan also. So.
2: Well, yeah, but you know, even legitimately trying to do it, I can't come up with anything yet.
3: Uh.
1: Okay, so Joe Thomas continues. He's in this. He's all in on Twitter on this, uh, Drew Brees, and why uh, perhaps he will not be in New Orleans next year. Joe Thomas continues. He tweets out, clearly money is a factor, or he would have already re-signed for the absolute minimum. He's looking to be fairly compensated for his services. Can't uh, begrudge him for that. But what if the at Saints don't value his services the same way he does? What happens then? Tell me. If they don't,
2: there are a ton of other teams that have pieces in place that I'm sure, I'm not saying Drew would be nothing else, nothing other than the consummate professional. He's not going to answer with, uh, Drew, are you going to Cleveland? Are you, you know, he's not, he's not going to answer that way. He's going to be the consummate professional. That's what he's been his whole career. But man, I I, I mean, no, (laughs) no, that's just not happening.
1: All right, Joe Thomas uh, finishes it off, says, tweets out, he's already got a ring. Maybe what's a chance to be the guy who turned Cleveland around and brought a first Super Bowl ring to two different franchises. That would be something he's never done. Tell me why I'm wrong.
2: Hmm. <laughs> well, here's, <clears throat> here's why you're wrong, Joe. Because I, not all 31 other teams are looking for quarterbacks. But there are a good – 12 that are and they're not named Cleveland <laughs> yeah. that's why you're wrong uh,
1: and they'll match them the a, a parade for how bad their season they was. just had an
2: <laughs> and 16 <laughs> uh parade yeah <laughs> and it was lit uh, I'm telling you man I saw video and pictures I mean there were people well they were drunk. Everyone, they were drunk which them, huh? was a great <laughs> excuse I think it was a genius idea bring the community together rally around you know uh Something that's not
1: normally a good thing. Uh, the Joe Thomas comedy tour will hit a city near you very soon. Oh, man. Joe Thomas. Don't you want to be the guy who turned Cleveland around and brought a Super Bowl, first Super Bowl ring to two different franchises?
2: And, you know, there is some truth to that statement. There is somebody out there that thinks I would love to be the guy to do that. I don't think it's almost 40 year old Drew Brees. Yeah. I don't think he's got time. To go and and learn an offense for a couple years and let everybody gel around, he ain't got time for that. It's too and it was too cold. You got to play in Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati, all outdoors.
1: I thought you were making the argument for Cleveland.
2: (laughs) Well, not right now. I'm not. I told you I need time for that. I'm just right there. You got to play in those places in and it's cold everywhere there. Uh,
1: no why didn't Thomas just start tweeting at Nick Saban also? Just kind of do it like a package deal. <laughs> See what happens? Yes. I think that's a genius idea. I think you're on to Hey, subject. Saban, you missed on Breeze the first time in Miami. Uh, this is your time to kind of uh, bring it all back together, be full circle.
2: Yeah, right. I mean, think about it. I mean, I, I say that all the time. I'm like, unless uh, I mean, Saints fans owe everything they have to Nick Saban. Yes. <laughs> they, we, we, we owe it all to Nick. Mm.
1: And it wasn't uh, Danny Cannell's father, the doctor, that said, hey, you may not want to touch Drew Brees coming off this injury.
2: Right, yeah. Dante Culpepper's the right choice. Uh, I get it. Is,
1: this is William uh, text in says, why would Breeze want to go be a part of that dumpster fire? Exactly.
2: Yeah, I right. I tell you what, you're better with your text messages real quick than I am trying to defend. I'm
1: only three or four days, bud, to defend. I can't do it. Uh, Richie says, 100% of all veteran Hall of Fame quarterbacks move on because their organizations decide to move on. That's always the case, LOL. Thomas needs to worry about the Browns' leadership giving him a decent quarterback to protect, which won't be a veteran quarterback because no veteran is stupid enough to sign with the Cleveland Browns.
2: Yeah, I, I not 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 a Hall of Fame type veteran. There's there's no way. I mean, I could I could see players like I could I could see players like Keenum or Bradford or Bortles or Dalton or just mediocre at best quarterbacks. They want to play. I I, I could see that. Mm. Not Breeze, not, no, not Aaron Rodgers, not, no, 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 no,
1: no, no. All right, so we spent 10 minutes on well, it. Joe Thomas It was uh, worth tweet. it. <laughs> when you told me that, I thought, There's, you're lying to me. Uh, there is a huge storyline It continues to develop. Uh, the situation with Tom Brady and his hand that he uh, injured in practice. He was scheduled to meet with the media yesterday. Well, it didn't happen. That press conference has now been pushed off today. The most noteworthy stuff that came out of yesterday in New England, uh, at least when the media were there, he just went through some throwing drills but did not participate in practice, and he's wearing red gloves. (laughs) He doesn't like to wear gloves.
2: But he's wearing red.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Make whatever you want out of
2: it. I'm not saying this was from you. I'm wondering why they – why did they call – that's weird. Does that mean they don't get within 12 foot of him? Yeah. Is that that color?
1: He's in a bubble.
2: Why are you doing that anyway? Why are you getting so cl- I mean, you got a quarterback of 19 years. Why are you running those kind of drills before a
1: hmm. – I don't get that. Don't be nervous, though, Patriots fans. Uh, Brian Hoyer did meet with the media <laughs> yesterday. He oh. says he is ready yeah. to go. If his number is called, he'll be ready for Jacksonville.
2: I almost know what it is. The fact that you said, don't worry, Patriots fan, don't be nervous, and then I there's use Brian, a plan. And then I used Brian Hoyer <laughs> Brian. in the same sentence. Yeah, there's a plan. Yeah.
1: Uh, fun, Jacksonville, eh? of course, continues to get ready. Uh, Leonard Fournette, the story earlier in the week, the fact that he had the Fender better. more news coming out on that. It was actually, according to Fournette, a Steelers fan that uh, ran into him. You know,
2: the other day, did you see the, the photo? I think it was NFL memes. They had a photo of somebody superimposed Belichick's face mm. in Leonard Fournette's car, and he was like, damn it, Belichick's <laughs> at it again. <laughs> That's
1: uh, right. The way We told you this story about the fact uh, his, his bumper fell off. A first responder came up with a bumper, presented it to Fournette, and says, hey, do you mind uh, signing the bumper? Fournette did. Uh, Fournette was asked about it yesterday, and the Mercedes that he was driving had a base price of uh, 192000 Fournette says, I mean, The bumper's probably like 50 grand by itself. I don't know what insurance they have or anything like that. Hmm. Best story of Fournette, and it comes full circle now. Assistant coach, and I won't use his name, but he was coming back from an all star game in uh, Florida where Fournette uh, participated as as a high school senior. They're sitting in the airport together, and uh, he could hear Fournette on the phone, and he was talking about the fact he didn't have enough money to buy a burger. Now, there would be cynics out there, the fact he'd already signed with LSU, and say that's a little bit. Fishy at that, mm-hmm. but I didn't have a burger. The assistant coach says, "Hey, you need me to buy you a burger." Fournette said, "Yeah." And I've always told him, "I said, man, that was your opportunity to capitalize for you giving Fournette that burger, uh, fries, and cook right. way back when. Mm-hmm. It's time for a little payback."
2: Yeah, and and I do believe there are some. Like I'm not naive. I I've, trust me. i I've, I've had my failures. I do believe there are some student athletes like that. I do believe there are some that have great potential. And then I've signed with big schools. But it doesn't mean they have, you know, right. income to just, you know. All right. I'll buy into some of that.
1: We move on to uh, some basketball headlines from last night. We talked about the fact that the Duncan Dogs needed a big victory against North Texas. They got a win. Any win is a big win. And they do it in dramatic fashion. Uh, the freshman, Derucci, makes two free throws with just under uh, two seconds, a second to go in that ball game clutch free throws for a guy that said he'd never done it in the the high school ranks, let alone a college game. He steps up to the line, uh, makes the first to tie it up, then the other one to put him ahead. Big win for Tech, just the fact that it is their second win in conference play. And also, they were banking on their freshman, and the freshman came through in a big way. In fact, they scored 51 of the 66 points last night. By the Bulldogs, that freshman class.
2: Oh, have yeah. you ever? We we uh, we had a social experiment with free throws. So we uh, my, we put money on it and a timer, and you had to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, that's not easy to do. And we're not talking about people out there yeah. yelling and screaming. Just a couple of us.
1: That's hard to do. So that your social experiment, you made failed. How many? Uh, I failed
2: miserably and. <laughs> And you know, I mean, I I am I am the picture of of chiseled athlete. Yeah, I I, I mean, or at least a free throw shooter. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Should have gone granny style. But I think I made like three of ten. Yeah.
1: Huh.
2: You know, with that timer going, you you, you know, you got to do it, and there's money on it, and it's just it's hard to do.
1: Mm. Uh, so news not me. so good for the Lady Texters. Yesterday, we were curious to see how they would respond following uh, their dreadful road trip. The fact that they did not arrive in Miami. Until uh, 2, 2.30, didn't get back in their hotel room until 3. And then, unfortunately, they had an 11 o'clock tip. Uh, they look good for a first half through the first quarter up by 11 points. And ultimately, they run out of gas. They still had a four-point lead with about three and a half minutes to go in the game. But uh, Florida International comes back to beat the Lady Textures. ULM men and women both lose on the road. We talk about the fact that the Warhawks looking for their first road win of the year against a... Uh, Texas State squad, I believe the Bobcats had won uh, five in a row. They have figured out a way to win tight games. They did again last night. Bobcats get the best of the Warhawks, 55-52. Freshman Michael Ertle ties a career high with 18 points. High school hoops from last night. uh, West Monroe versus Washita, opening up district play. The Lions storm out of the gates, roar to a big lead, West Monroe comes back, makes a game of it, but ultimately the Lions get the best of the Rebels. Natchitoches Central versus Ruston. Uh, the Chiefs all over the Bearcats. Why that is newsworthy. Natchitoches Central is ranked number one in the power rankings in 5A. Washita is number two. Collision course they will now square off on Saturday down in Natchitoches. That ought to be a good one. Mm. And I did read,
2: uh, I read that there was uh, the fourth quarter in that West monroe game was emotional. hmm I did read that last night. God I have a good friend that coaches there at Washington. Mm.
3: There are
1: just a, a few of the headlines. we got some more coming up after the break. It's all part of the starting lineup. Brought to you by Louisiana Paycare. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The
3: starting lineup.
4: Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? Are you crying? The starting lineup. Let's not crying.
1: Let's get to the starting lineup. Got some tough news to break, uh, Kevo, and I know you were looking forward to this, and I wanted to see the dynamic between you and the teller. The teller actually has the flu. Some oh, are rejoicing man. out there in North Louisiana. There will be no teller today. But we will still have some picks coming up from the two championship games, the conference championship games on Sunday. Yeah, plus we got to make a bet on it. Oh, I look yeah. forward to it. Uh, me too, man. I look forward to losing like always do. You were very confident. You want Jacksonville. <laughs> and yep. now the fact that uh, Tom Brady uh, will not be at 100%. You're feeling more confident. Absolutely about not.
2: The <laughs> it makes it even worse now, because uh, I I've, had we seen this before.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm really anxious to, uh, for our uh, eight o'clock guest, uh, Todd Black from ESPN 104.5, will join us from Baton Rouge. Probably the most comprehensive article that I've seen done on the uh, split in the LHSA. The history of the LHSA, some background information, a little bit of dirt on the executive committee. And he also has some numbers on what the split has done to the competitive balance in the postseason. I love any time you say dirt on anyone. I mean, whether it be me or I mean, I'm, I'm I can't wait to hear it. Uh, he's also a former Noble Tiger and also uh, best buddies with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, isn't this crazy? Yeah.
2: You showing me what you were showing me yeah. pre-show meeting stuff. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah,
1: him and uh, his kids and Shaq hanging out playing games. So. Uh, we got a lot of things to discuss with him and of course it's 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 newsworthy because of the fact that uh, LHSA has their meeting scheduled for next week. Joey Trappe will join us for his weekly visit at 8:45 and of course all your texts, your calls at 888-993-7762. Plus Kevo over here promises to give us a can't miss recipe yeah. for the conference championship game. We're going to do it. Right. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. 888 993 7762. We're off and running on this Friday morning.
0: The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Rustin.com.
5: Drive your dream, live to drive. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, Do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe.
0: Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient and vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the Heart, Lung, and Vascular Clinic today, 329-1900. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick... They need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston.
1: Joe Thomas going to social media and Twitter to try to persuade Drew Brees that perhaps Cleveland isn't such a bad place. Have you come up with an argument yet for why uh, uh, Cleveland would be a, a great landing spot for Drew Brees? You know, in court they say I need a,
2: a, a, a continuance. Yeah, okay. I'm going to need like a... a Two-week continuance. You cannot throw that on me right now. There's no way I'd come up with any. I mean, the only thing I can say right now is, hey, Breeze, they got Josh Gordon. And if he can stay clean, you got a dynamic receiver. If. If. If's the key word. Uh,
1: Tommy says, one day, Cleveland will turn it around. And someone will be the linchpin for it. Linchpin, I don't know if that's the right word or not. But uh, who's to dissect Tommy's tweets here? Uh, Whoever it is, everyone will be shocked. They went there in the first place. Or it'll be somebody they will be forced to go there from the draft, correct?
2: Right. And and that's kind of my – I mean, your gut feeling, honestly, Aaron, honestly, with with, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, one, just of those, gonna
1: have, one of them's going to have to end up there.
2: What, right. Right. Yeah. And, and to have the first and fourth pick, yeah. this is really an opportunity for Cleveland to get something Right.
1: Hmm. I did see Johnny Manziel's coming out with a new clothing line. If you're interested, I'm. I'm done. I'm just. <laughs> some absolute, i absolute. I don't
2: even know what to think anymore. Is he really? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. You uh, well, it would have w- thought it would have been an alcoholic beverage or something. What? How does? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Larry says, uh, Joe Thomas, whatever weed bong you just hit, stop. <laughs> you uh, play for the team that is so bad they decided there was no better way. No bother hiring another coach to fire later, you aren't getting it. Drew Brees for good. So, I, I
2: just... Um, uh, did you see... Uh, you are talking about championship games, if you don't mind. Uh, the adage is defense wins... Ch- this is from Steve. Defense wins championships and uh, for Philly and Jacksonville, that better be true. In the first game, I don't trust Fournette to show up. He may go and buy a bumper <laughs> and Bortles won't morph into Johnny Unitas again. I love that. Right. Brady bruises the Jags with a death right hand. Patch twenty-seven, Jacks thirteen, um, and how could we not say that the Vikes are not a team of destiny? Ah. He may be onto something there. Ah. Keenum puts enough drives together on a tough Philly D and turns it over to his D, to send the Vikes back home to host Pats in the Super Bowl uh, for Super Bowl fifty-two. No miracles needed. Vikes twenty-four, Eagles sixteen.
1: I think he's onto like something. That. It may be a little high. I don't even know if there will be that many points scored. Steve always puts a lot of effort into his. Hey, packs, and I appreciate that. And there's it. You, and no sarcasm. You're darn right. Yeah, that's very well said. Uh, keep him coming, 888-993-7762. couple notes uh, about the Saints, and we've been keeping uh, track of this Thomas Morsted situation with the Vikings fans. It has now reached $190,000. He has booked his flight. He will be in Minnesota for the Super Bowl, and he will be presenting the check to the Children's Hospital up there in Minneapolis. The story just keeps getting better and better. Uh, he went on a uh, radio show yesterday, Morstead, and talked about the fact he just got back to the locker room following that incredible finish. Officials came in there and said, hey, we need some guys to come back. He looked around. Obviously, the, a lot of the other Saints had their heads down. They had wanted no part of going back out there. He was one of uh, seven other players. There were only eight on the field as the Vikings lined, it, lined up for that extra point.
2: That, um, number one, what he's doing uh, with the Children's Hospital um, – if you're spiritual or whatever, either way, there's a place in heaven for people like Thomas Ford's dad. I mean, and and, and the fans and people that are doing that—that's awesome. But to go back out there, we how literally, much? We literally,
1: we heard the uh, clip from him uh, two days ago, uh, a few days after the injury, and he still, you could tell he was laboring just to breathe with the rib mm-hmm. situation.
2: Right, uh, and to go back out there, number one, that number two, because. It's hard to go back to a home stadium when a play like that. I mean, it, but the character and the grit that it took to go back out there and have your head held high, and uh, I am proud that he represents the
1: state of Louisiana. I like how you used your head held up high. Some would say that was the problem on the, the play that defined it. Oh, I, <laughs> I did walk right into that. Did, uh. Uh, let's take a time out. Wow. We're up against the break. But coming back uh, after the break, Uh, Jeff Duncan with an interesting column on could the Saints be the most unlikable team or the hated team in the NFL besides the New England Patriots. We'll explain. We'll dive into it after the break. 888-993-7762.
3: growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long-term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318-255-5980 for more information, or visit LegacyRehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is
0: dedicated to helping you get back to your old self. Maybe even better, whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to The Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston.
1: Welcome back to the show. Aaron hanging out with uh, Kebo on this Friday morning. He's kind of working up uh, some recipes for uh, this uh, conference championship weekend. you got to have something special, right?
2: Yeah, I've, I think I'm, I'm going to have something that's really, really good. I'm going to have a couple things. I'm going to have a, a main course and, and then an appetizer. And I think uh, if... And what I'll do if it's all right, if you'll just tell people, you know, like my, uh, we'll, we'll give them the the dude's Facebook page later, uh, and then go to it. I'll post the recipes on there. And are you going to have like stuff.
1: an easy one for perhaps somebody that wants to try to do something like myself?
2: Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> something that's not stale Fritos and bean dip. Uh, from what I hear, w-
1: You're, w- we did uh, chili last weekend.
2: Okay, you a yeah, bit chili. Oh, guy for lo- a I, Oh my God, yes, oh. love chili. We, my wife does a, a mean, mean, mean chili. Uh, and sometimes we do it with smoked brisket. So it makes a smoked chili. Oh, Oh,
1: it's really good. Oh, we may be going somewhere Really
2: good. Well, and I may lose a bet to you, so you may have
1: brisket or something to put in your chili. (laughs) Well, the fact that you're going to give me uh, five points and the New England Patriots, I like my chances. What happened now? Uh, Don't you realize that the the spread has dropped to, uh, I believe, seven, seven and a half from nine. And now, I mean, if i got to go with Brian Hoyer, I think uh, <laughs> Jacksonville is certainly the favorite in this game.
2: Well, I tell you what—if Brian Hoyer starts, I'll, how about I'll just give you even odds. <laughs> I'm taking you know, my chances. I, I, with... want
1: the, I want the five points. All right, okay. uh, this is what it sadly has come down to for the Saints: the fact they lose that game to the Vikings. So now, and we mentioned this—you did yesterday, kevo about Sean Payton. Uh, he's really come out of his uh, shell and has really been trolling other fans. So. You look at just by this year, what or what he's done literally in the last five weeks, uh, Jeff Duncan with a nice article in the Times-PQ just kind of pointing this out, the fact that Panther fans hate him, Falcon fans detest him, Buck fans despise him, and now even though Viking fans are, are the goodness of their heart giving close to $200,000 to yeah. Thomas Morstead, they don't exactly like Sean Payton either. You look at what he's done in the last five weeks. He went with the uh, choke sign against the Falcons and running back Devontae Freeman. Uh, he got into that bizarre midfield slap fight with the cutter from uh, the Buccaneers, which was strange to slapping each other on the chest mm-hmm. for what happened in the, the game previously. Right. Uh, he goes into the locker room after they sweep Carolina. And of course, three games this year. He carries the broom in there and... Uh, Does his little uh, routine. I had no issues with that. I thought that was good. That's inside the locker room. That's just firing up your guys. And then uh, Sunday, mocking Viking fans from the sidelines with the uh, skull clap in the last seconds of that game as it appeared New Orleans was going to beat Minnesota and end the Vikings' Super Bowl chances.
2: You know, I I said yesterday, and, and I truly feel this is the case. I am a Saints fan. Let me let me just preface this with saying, yes, I'm a Bengals fan first and foremost, but but I am a New Orleans fan. But I don't. I have a job to do, and I think like you and like Tabor and like Fox and all of us Jake and all of us here. We we try not to be a fan first, and try to look at things from a different point of view. And I am perfectly okay with Sean Payton being the fiery, ah. voiced tr- I love that moxie.
1: Yeah, so you don't want your coach to be just vanilla and just. I'm going to say
2: it again, yeah. Marvin Lewis, <laughs> who will just stand there and clap. I don't want that. Give me, I'd rather, I'd rather more toward the side okay. of Sean Payton. But we as fans, and Sean Payton don't care. But we as fans are the ones that have to deal with the trolling Uh, when it bites Peyton in the butt. uh, That's what makes it sometimes difficult. I I don't blame Vikings fans for trolling uh, about him, you know, doing the skull clap with 25 seconds left. I don't blame them because we would
1: do the same thing had Mike Zimmer done that. A couple things from uh, Jeff Duncan's article. Uh, I'll read a portion of it for you. He has single-handedly turned the Saints one of the most likable group of players you've ever Want to meet into the NFL's most despised team this side of New England?
2: Hmm. You know, I, I see that. Uh, and here's 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 what's interesting. Here's what kind of uh, not all fans. Well, excuse me, back up. Uh, I think all fans, all fans of all fan bases, do this. I went and had lunch yesterday with a Saints fan. Uh-huh. Okay, and we uh, she's been a friend of mine for 18 years. And and keep in mind again, I I am a Saints fan also, but but her words yesterday, it's it's like sometimes you can't see the forest because the trees. Were, but we got into an argument yesterday because she said uh, it's still hung up on that play, and and it's still well the Vikings just got lucky. The throw was high; he should have never called it. And I'm like, I've got to give Keenum credit. Keenum put that pass mm-hmm. only where that receiver could get it. That's what a quarterback's trained to do at that moment and, and so forth and so forth. And she got downright mad because I would not say that they got lucky. It doesn't change anything. I mean, it doesn't change anything at all. And the one of the last things she said was she said, Well, I'm gonna start being like I'm gonna start being like my coach. I'm not taking crap and I'm like, You gotta just calm down. I mean, it just that's what happened. So I see fans
1: getting some of this moxie and getting the I mean this is good writing here by Duncan. It's hard. Frankly, Peyton is acting more like a professional wrestler than an NFL head coach. Heck, Brock Lesnar shows more competitive decorum than Sideshow Sean. Wow. I like that sideshow, sideshow Sean. I can't even think of another coach in the league that would give the choke sign to an opposing player during the game. Can you envision Bill Belichick mocking the Who dat chant at the end of a Saints-Patriots game, win or lose? Uh, Duncan went on to say in his column, there's no doubt Peyton's antics appeal to some Saints fans. When you've had sand kicked in your face for the better part of four decades, you crave that kind of audacity that Peyton brings. Mm. That is another thing. You know, you look at the Saints the last three years, the seven and nine years, hey, Peyton hasn't had an opportunity to gloat. He hasn't had much of a, a swagger. So now they've had some success. Can you blame him? You know what? You
2: make a very good point there because remember when the season starts it and they're zero and two, yeah. uh, a lot of us. I, I mean, Fox was I, he, he and I do you know on Tuesday we were bo- we were both like it's a, it's done. I mean, people were writing them off. So that's a very good point you make there. I get it. You know they were they were leaving them for dead. At, After two games. So, yeah, I get it.
1: And he went on to say, uh, for better or worse, this is Peyton. He coaches with an edge and expects his players to play with one. His intensity and competitive drive are what make him one of the best coaches in the NFL and Mm -hmm. why his players love playing for him. So, ultimately. But I do like the story, and it is worth uh, a noteworthy just considering sideshow Sean. It's hard to say, but
2: I do like it. But let me ask you real quick, um, uh, Richie. I like this. He said, I won't fire out of Peyton, too, yeah. but I'd rather not have my 54-year-old coach seemingly regress in age. So I'm assuming what what Richie's mm-hmm. saying is uh, he gets older, he should be getting older and more mature and fiery, not mm-hmm. immature and petty. And
1: But what do you think of
2: Peyton? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting because you're well, sitting a, here. He's
1: an egomaniac. I mean, he is what he is. But, I mean, how many yeah, NFL coaches besides Doug Peterson probably aren't, have that huge ego gotcha. that chip on their shoulder? you have to have that in that business because of the criticism that you're going to continue to face mm-hmm. now some of the things he does and you know because i'm going the role of the from the media side what he does with the media the fact that he'll hide up in his office when he's supposed to do a press conference he can't walk down one step one flight of stairs to do meet with the media in person he just has to do a teleconference things like that it's just it seems like he's on a power trip a lot of times okay so. Okay. Yeah. No. I I agree with all that. I just it's so it's so
2: weird sometimes when you're sitting there and you're what do you think? What do you yeah. think? I, I like I yeah. like you're inside uh-huh. as well. Yeah. I, exactly.
1: And I, I certainly think you want to have a coach that's got a little flair to him. He's got to have a yeah, little intensity. And yeah. he's got it. Yes, he does. Yeah. He's very and, and he has it
2: just from even when he doesn't speak. Like he has that look,
1: like he's like he's ticked off. Mm-hmm. And and I do like that. I like it. Uh, weigh in on the Stuart Shelby State Farm hotline slash text line 888-993-7762. In a season-ending press conference, Sean Payton was asked about the strides that they had made this year, and ultimately, what do they got to do in the offseason? He was asked about the fact, you know, from the outside, it looks like everything is heading in the right direction, but he warns that not everything is perfect down
4: in the Saints franchise? I would say, look, the, there's not that utopia, Mike. And this band, this this planned session only became mandatory a few years ago in, in this new facility, so it used to be out at the Banner, which really is where I'd prefer it be. So, uh, but anyway, now that we're here, no, I don't think anything's perfect right now. I think there are a lot of things we got to get better at. I think there there's still off-season mistakes. Uh, there's a lot of things that need to be cleaned up, and We'll work on those things here in, in this offseason. Um, I was encouraged with this class we drafted. And I was, with, I was encouraged with the process and how we did it. Um, but nonetheless, there, there's still a number of things that, that need to be addressed for us going forward to have a chance to be you know, back where we see ourselves.
1: There, right on cue, he <laughs> talks about the fact that uh, he, he wants to be in total control of where every press conference is held at. And we've heard Gus tell the stories before and others covering the Saints just in terms of he'll have, you know, articles, all the articles that across the country that are written on uh, the Saints. He wants to see them. He wants them to be on his desk and at least browse through them and to see what uh, is being said about his team and his franchise. Does other, he really? Other, yeah, other coaches out there be like, you know, I'm sure Belichick could care less. Uh, zero something. out on it? Yes. Do you, okay, now that's interesting
2: because I did not know that. That The Nets got yeah. to be playing a factor yeah. on how he approaches and speaks. And, I mean, that's uh, – I've read negative things about, you know, uh, me before, and I'm like, oh, hell no, you know, not, and I don't want to, I'm not calling anybody out, or I'm not, I'm not going to contact that person, but it it does give me a chip on my shoulder and make me want to do better. So I guess I get that.
1: Uh, then finally, uh, Peyton was asked about uh, offseason moves, what he inspe- anticipates, like we're going to get an answer here, uh, what they're going to do uh, as they uh, change up this roster a little Listen,
4: you, you, you definitely feel like there are improvements that we want to make, and, and we need to be better offensively in certain areas. But, yeah, we want to still address the defensive side of the ball and, and uh, I think overall the team, and I think we need to be – we need to be better in that area. Specifically, we need to be on top of that in free agency and in our evaluations during the draft. I mean, we can't make the mistakes we've made in the prior seven years and and then come up short and wonder why. We've got to be more on point. We've got to be better that way, and that's a challenge we'll have this offseason.
1: Kevo, you want to read uh, Tony's text here because he really does. Make a pretty valid point. Absolutely. He said, I,
2: I wish people in the media were made to get peppered with ignorant, redundant questions yeah. year in, year out. I totally see why lots of people are impatient and on edge where the media is concerned. Mm-hmm. And the media reports their perception of things, very seldom actual, factual context. Yeah.
1: Uh, and that has changed over the course of the last uh, five years. Very from, uh, ten Because of, uh, well, I mean, all you got to do is turn on a sports center and other uh, Platforms, and you see it on a daily basis. It's not mm-hmm. all about facts and stats and things like that. It's all about uh, the screaming a's of the world getting up there, and of course uh, hooting and hollering and uh, throwing out editorial and commentary that gets the most clicks, or of course uh, draws the most most eyeballs. It, it is um,
2: it, it is has it actually become to where uh, it, it's people just sit there. Not every network, but some. Where people just sit there and and give their opinions on on matters and not it, you're not reporting what happened you're reporting what you think about what ha- I mean and it's it's ridiculous I don't want to hear yeah.
1: when I, when Screaming A is giving uh, his opinion on NASCAR and uh, things like that you're just like all right <laughs> yeah that makes sense to me
2: yeah and and then you're like Stephen A is, is anytime and he's the
1: ultimate fight expert now
2: right anytime. When you have to make your point with me, and I love to argue, but do, I like friendly argument. I mean, like I want to have a beer and, and debate and laugh, And but when you start screaming and pounding your fist at me, I'm not listening to anything you're saying. Right there. I'm just not doing it.
1: No disrespect to screaming it. No. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> no. None at all.
1: 888 <laughs> 993 We probably need to get to some predictions coming up after the break. You'll also hear from uh, Doug Peterson former uh ulm quarterback as he gets ready to lead the eagles to a super bowl the morning drive is back
0: the way you purchased a car in the past is changing with ronnie ward toyota of ruston.com chop our inventory new and used value your trade and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Rustin.com. We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Rustin.com.
5: Drive your dream. Live to drive. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe.
3: Succeeding at the Farmer's Insurance Open can all come down to experience. You need to know all the angles and understand the hazards to get the job done. Whether you're choosing your club or choosing your insurance company, Farmers knows experience matters. That's probably why they've invited Fox Sports Radio back to broadcast live from the Farmer's Insurance Open next Wednesday. Visit FarmersInsuranceOpen.com for tournament info or join the conversation at hashtag FIOAT And remember, at Farmers, they've seen almost everything, so they know how to cover almost anything. We
0: are Farmers.
3: Athletes are always being put to the test. It's how they know they're strong and tough enough, or if there's room to be better. Well, the same goes for car batteries. That's why AutoZone offers free battery testing. If your car is having trouble starting, just stop in and get your battery tested on the spot for free. Whether it's just a loose cable or time for a new battery, you won't have to buy a part you don't need. Stop in today and put your battery to the test. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Good morning, Louisiana.
0: This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All
1: right, during the commercial break, I had to uh, hush Kevo. He was trying to tell me a story, and I said, man, just save it for the year. Uh, so we're trying to come up with a bet. Uh, he's all in on Jacksonville. Leonard Fournette believes uh, Fournette will run wild against the Patriots. He's actually considering uh, giving me points and New England. The fact that uh, Tom Brady uh, is may, could be on the shelf. I may not even play.
2: I'm not. Even, I'm not even. I'm, y'all, y'all don't buy in. Aaron's not. I'm not all in on them. Okay. I just, you like their there's chances. a feel.
1: I just feel something. You have a gut feeling. It could just be can...
2: gas. <laughs> but
1: but there's something. I'm feeling something. I don't know. All right. So we, we were trying to come up with a wager. Maybe by the 8 o'clock hour we'll actually have it. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about things in the past that you have had to endure. Remember 2015, wild card game, uh-huh.
2: uh, Steelers at Bengals. Uh, Bengals were ahead. Uh, by one uh, a minute and 15 seconds left.
1: You remember it very clearly. I, I,
2: I ve- every bit of this. It's it's f- a fourth down play. Uh, Roethlisberger overthrows Antonio Brown on like a 30-yard pass. And the ball's over his head. Brown is almost landing. Mm-hmm. And Vontaze Burford just lowers his head decides to yeah. come in and just right in the hell. I mean, just ridiculous. Stupid. Yeah,
3: really and right.
2: then Joey Porter's on the field. And Pac-Man Jones is getting bit. I mean, it just... You know, typical high quality
1: guys that he had on the Bengals roster. Yes,
2: right. Yeah. Yes, uh, and uh, you know, the next thing you know, after all the penalties, this, that, and the other, they complete. You know, one twenty yard out pass go and kick a twenty two yard field goal. We lose. What was it, state? I had to get my right nipple pierced. <laughs> so, uh, what uh, were you gonna win? Uh, so my business partner, Chris, uh, longtime friend and business partner, best friend in the world. Yes. Uh, he has to. Uh, he has. He has a blank canvas. No tattoos. No nothing. So he was going to have to get a tattoo. His brother, who is a Baptist minister, was like, you know what you ought to do? Now, if you lose, you ought to have to get a nipple ring. And I was like, I am so confident. This is our year. Well, Once again, that must have been gas, too, because it was not our year. And um, so I had to do this I don't live. want to see
1: it, but do you still have a nipple I've, ring?
2: That's the bet, because Chris was, you know, hey, tattoos are forever. So you got to wear that thing, and when your funeral or whatever, I'll take it out, and you can, you know. So yeah, that's what. When we bet, we bet. So I'm not. So I don't, you
1: still have a nipple wrist.
2: I still do. Still have a. Yep. Yeah, my, and my beautiful, amazing, gorgeous wife. She loves it. So I'm happy if she's happy. You can go get two then. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, no, one notch. was enough. <laughs> one was enough, man. Uh, scale of one to ten, pain. Honestly, I'm no kidding. It was. It, I mean, three or four. It was overs done. You didn't even know it. Now there was a real quick. There was a gentleman after me. Uh, and I'm not kidding. He's 22 years old. And uh, he was going to watch me do it. He was like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> and he was in tears. He laid on that table. Seriously, not not eyes watering, but he was crying. And the lady doing the, the piercing, she was like, are, are you really kidding me, man? Yeah. This 40-year-old guy just did this, and here you are. Why are you crying? And he, he was uncontrollably in pain. And Yeah.
1: But that's what happens when you make stupid bets. Uh, We will not be making a wager of any (laughs) sorts like that.
2: I'm just telling you, you know. You gonna go like
1: a Mike Tyson uh, face tattoo on the next bet or what?
2: Something, I no because I normally lose, so I've got
1: to be a little bit more careful now, you know. (laughs) Uh, There's not a statue of limitations for how long you got to have a nipple ring in?
2: No, because his theory was, you know, unless I get the tattoo laser removed, it's forever. So. That was his argument. and
1: Okay. That would be one reason why you should be allowed not to be a Bengals fan now. A, I, would, right? I would I would jump ship. Well, no, I'm not jumping ship. I just quit betting on
2: them. <laughs> I'm not betting on them anymore. All
1: right. right. So you're uh, Jacksonville Jags. This should make you feel a lot better. Okay. They're getting all kinds of advice, including from uh, some Jacksonville first graders. A folder filled with notes, messages, and encouragement from the first grade at a uh, I was going to say Bortles' school here, but it's called the Bulls' school, uh, delivered to uh, Jags head coach Doug Marone. So now he's got uh, first graders telling him on how to beat the Patriots. The hard-hitting uh, media, the pesky press, asked Marone about the advice that he got from the first graders. Someone just handed it to
4: me when I was coming in here. Hold it up, please. Want to beat the Patriots? Here's how. Advice from your number one fans, the Bulls' first grade. That's the one thing I will say about this week. It's kind of throwing me off. I find it hard to believe how so many people have an opinion on how to beat the New England Patriots, and no one's really a, has, have done that. <laughs>
1: mm, I like it. I do, too. Yeah. You go, man. Yeah, there you go. That's your team. Right. <laughs> let's let, Let's go. Uh, let's play the odds here. We don't have the teller uh, today. He is battling the flu but uh, and we don't have Jake, but we do have uh, still some picks. Let's start with that game. The line has dropped to seven. Uh, Patriots favored by seven. The over and under is set at forty-seven. What says you? Uh, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the Jags to cover. I feel like
2: uh, I. F- I'm not saying the Patriots aren't going to win. That's not it. But the Patriots aren't the type. They don't always just blow people out in these games. It seems like every Super Bowl they've ever played, every championship game they've ever played, it's been decided about three points, a field goal here, a field goal there. And I think the Jags' defense is real.
1: Mm. So the, uh, you're taking them getting you know, the seven points. What about the over and under at 47? I'm going to take the under. Uh, I think the stage is too big for Jacksonville. Okay,
2: I get, yeah, and that's probably the case. I'm probably going to lose because of that. Uh,
1: and then you're going to take. Uh, you you feel comfortable? You just think they'll have enough of a rushing attack, Leonard Fournette, that that'll offset their passing attack versus New England. That's what I'm
2: hoping. To, well, New England's had a tough time this year stopping the run. As it is, it's it's been a problem. And if Fournette's good and healthy, he's going to get his yards.
1: There are a couple of issues. We mentioned, of course, uh, Tom Brady's hand. What that means as they move forward. Also, heck, you're going up against uh, the Jags' top-ranked pass defense. It's not like there's slouches on that side of the ball. So if Jacksonville has any chance whatsoever, you'd have to be looking at, what, a 2017, 17 17-14 ballgame. With all that said, I mean, really, can you bet against the Patriots? And now you're getting a uh, – You don't even have to give up nine, nine and a half. You get it at seven, seven and a half. I think it's a no-brainer. This could be another one of those thirty-five-seven games. New England wins easy. Uh, The only thing is with that over and under set at 47, Mm -hmm. uh, that could get a little dicey. I will still go with the – I will take the under, and I will take New England giving up the seven points.
2: Giving up the seven, okay.
1: What you got on the uh, other one, of course, uh, being Minnesota – versus Philadelphia for the second consecutive week the first time since 1979 a team has been at home in the divisional and then conference championship game and is an underdog that being the Philadelphia Eagles they are getting 3 points versus Minnesota over and under set at 39
2: I I just feel like Minnesota is going to win that I, I, I don't know why it is I feel like they're yeah I feel like their defense is a, a, a little better um, I feel like they're gonna help bail Case Keenum out if he makes a, a bad throw here or there. So I feel like Minnesota's gonna take it and I feel like they're gonna take it uh they're gonna cover. I, I feel like they're gonna take it they're gonna win about seven, ten, something like that.
1: Yeah. Uh you go to the fact that uh, you know, you look at Case Keenum and Nick Foles teammates back in uh two thousand fifteen the Saint Louis Rams, who would have ever thunk uh you fast forward and now the fact they're playing with a chance to go to the Super Bowl on the line. Just on quarterbacks alone, we saw how cool, calm, and collective Case Keenum was last week. That, I think, is a huge advantage for Minnesota. And then, of course, on the flip side, you look at the defense, and we saw what Minnesota's defense looked like last week. It took just an incredible, spectacular effort from Drew Brees to put them back into that ball game. I like Minnesota. I like the fact that, yes, they're going to make a little history. They're going to get an opportunity to play at home for a Super Bowl. First time that will ever take place. Uh, how, how awesome would that be, Aaron? Yeah. Giving up three points, though, if you could get that down to about two and a half, I'd feel more confident. Minnesota with a field goal in the uh, closing seconds to win this thing. Okay. And you're uh, over-under? What do you think? Uh, still go with the under. Me too. Both of these offenses. Me too. And, and then, right. of course, you throw it against the defense. Got a, a couple quotes here, bites. Uh, Doug Peterson has just done an incredible job in his second year, the former uh, ULM quarterback. With this uh, Eagles squad, he's into catchphrases. One of the things he's been talking about this year is having ownership of this team. Uh, that going back to the players, taking responsibility and how you play and how you handle yourself. Doug was asked about that yesterday. You know, it really goes all the way back to the uh, the end of last season for me. Um, you know, when you when you start thinking about the next year and uh, how do you want your team to look and. The messaging and, and all of that and and really, that's when that's when I begin to start sort of brainstorming ideas and words and cliches that might uh, sort of resonate with the team that you can use week in and week out, um, and, and you know and it's something that uh, you know obviously um, you know I apply the same thing in my own life you know uh, owning everything that I do with whether it be with my family my wife my children, you know or or this opportunity as a head coach so. Um, it's something that starts there and and, is, and has really resonated with the guys. Doug Peterson done an incredible job with Philadelphia, and now on the verge of leading the Eagles to the Super Bowl. I like Doug Peterson.
2: in him and Mike Zimmer both. It's, it's for me, it's hard to want to root against either one. I think they're both classy guys. Mm. I mean, now give the comment that Zimmer made, you know, when he went in there, uh, but I think he the was good guys won. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, and and. Uh, you know, he did exactly what Peyton did. He just, he, he just, hey, I got an answer for that, Sean. Yeah. And yeah. Did they ever do a handshake? I mean, because
1: I know so many things went on. Yeah, I never yeah, saw that. I think they did. Okay, yeah, okay. 888 the 7 o'clock hour in the books. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Looking forward to this next interview. Todd Black from ESPN 104.5 joins us. He did an extensive uh, research and a story on the situation with the LHSA and the split. Plus, he's got a couple stories to tell us from his days back at Neville and his relationship with Shaquille O'Neal. That's coming up after the break on The Morning Drive.
4: Thanks for listening to the best of The
0: Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever
5: you find podcasts.